Yes, you are eligible. Didn't you hear Daniel's big booming voice? <laughs> All right. Otherwise, until you are called, you have reading to do. Daniel is looking at AR scores. So unless you're at 20% or higher, you're not going to be eligible. He's looking at IJ, looking at contracts. I didn't have him look at the scoop pad this week. It was supposed to be 20. It was supposed to be 20. This is the second week back. It should be 20 because it's two weeks. Okay. Introduce yourself. Hello. My name is Omera. Omera the what? The destructor. Okay. The rogue. Oh. <laughs> Who are you? Joe the rogue. Joe the rogue. You're a fighter. You're level six. You're a big kid. Who are you? Nathan the warrior. Rogues and warriors for this round. That's going to be interesting for you guys because some of these things are more for casters and sorcerers. So we'll see how it goes. Shh. Hi. Right here. Aiden. Okay. The way this works is you guys need to make a decision on what to do. Rogues are generally sneaky. They're good with their hands. Warriors are big, strong people. So you're going to want to try to do things that are true to what your character would do. So Una, as a warrior, she could try to do some like bookish kind of thing, like see if she remembers the history of, of a place or things like that. But Una's big strengths are her strength. She's going to want to try to push things, pull things, hit things. That's what Una does good. You guys are generally sneakier as rogues. You're going to want to try to take. You're going to try to steal. You're going to try to sneak. You're going to be fast. You're also good at things like probably dancing and other dexterity-based things. Dexterity is like how good you move your hands, like hand-eye coordination stuff. What will happen is you're going to. I'm going to give you kind of a situation, and you're going to come up with something you can do to, to help there. And you'll roll your dice. Anything that is six and below is an automatic failure, as in the worst possible outcome. So it's kind of like a create your own adventure book. Anything seven to 10, so seven, eight, nine, that's a partial success. That's, you know, it's something good happened, but there's also gonna be an expense. 
And then 10 plus is a positive. If you get double sixes, you get a special thing too. So how this will work is let's pretend that we're looking for mushrooms and Omera decides that she's going to use her perception. Perception rolls are generally free. I'm not going to charge you guys for perception. So she's going to roll her two dice and she gets eight. With a perception of four, she gets a plus two. So she has a total of perception of ten. So I would give her information that you all could use. Generally, once you have a good perception roll, you're done. You're going to move off of that. So I'm going to tell Omera that she notices that there's a ring of mushrooms that are around a tree that look healthy, almost like they're moving in the breeze, and then there's a bunch of mushrooms away from that that look kind of sickly. And then from there, you guys are going to kind of make a choice. You may choose to, like, grab, go take the mushrooms, which is um, you would roll. Actually, like, taking the mushrooms wouldn't really need a roll, but if there's something that needs to happen, you would roll off of that. Since her perception roll is free, she can still move the next rolls, but if you're going to do the action the turn, if you're going to do something that round, you're not able to do anything the next round. They're going to have to interact. There are two characters that are here that I'm going to be voicing. Paula, back to your seat. You can do that later. Lorenka, who this journey is mostly about, as we know that she is a Savage Hand orc. They're notorious for their brutality, and they're notorious about their family. They're orcs through and through, and she is different. She's quiet. She wants to join the rest of society. She likes music. She likes going to plays and things. The rest of the orcs do not, and because of that, she's an outsider in society. Medin knows what that's like. So he's made friends with her and he's trying to help get her into the sorcerer's college where she can study to become a full-fledged sorcerer, sorceress. And that's where we start. You met Lorenka through Medin, and today we're outside the sorcerer's college. And we find her sitting, eating a cake, staring at the doors of the college with a wistful look on her face. So now it's up to you guys. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Pretend, so you're going to act like, so Joe's done these a couple times. So you're going to act like what you would do in that situation. You see somebody you kind of know sitting on, sitting, looking kind of upset. What are you going to do? You want to go talk to them? You're going to be a drama kid. You can pretend. So ask, talk, normal voice. They're not letting me in. I don't know what I have to do to get accepted into the school. Hi. No. You're just gonna stare at me? You don't know? Well, what would you do to get into? What would you do to get into a school? You're a fighter. Well, maybe you're not the best one to ask then, because all you do is fight. What about you? You're a quiet one. You kind of squeak a little bit. Okay, so what's next? You're just going to kind of sit here and stare at each other? Ask her why isn't she um, getting let in? Okay. I don't think I'm getting let in because of who I am. Who I look like, where I come from. I'm an orc. 
and they're afraid of orcs. And, you know, I, I get that. My family blew up the bridge to come into town a couple of weeks past because they were tired of the of them sending people out to try to kill the orcs. So I, I get that. But I'm not like my family. But they won't even let me come in to, to apply or anything. They won't even let me in the door. But I have asked them. They said I haven't shown myself to be worthy yet. Then why don't you show yourself that you're worthy? Well, what do you mean? Okay, so you are going to... I'm going to have you roll this then. You're trying to convince her to do something. That would be a... Um, Let's call that a charisma roll. You're not very charismatic. But you can roll anyway. Eight. Eight plus a modifier of one is a nine. That's a partial success. So we're able to move forward. Lorenka thinks about what you have to offer. And she decides, you know what? It's a good idea. Let's do something to help me get into this school. Meet me at the lights for in the Festerwood. So, you rolled, <clears throat> which means you won't be able to take an action in the next round, but you're still going with everybody. You guys have heard of the Festerwood. The Festerwood is a terrifying place. It is a place where the mushrooms have overtaken the trees. The trees are grown so that the mushrooms can eat. So these giant, humongous mushrooms grow from the, the dead trees that are in there. So there's a big mix of trees and mushrooms that are of varying scales in there. The Savage Hand Orcs, amongst many other scary tribes of kobolds, gnolls, goblins, all make their lives in the Festerwood because of how dangerous it is. And she's decided that's where she's kind of wanting to go. But that's all you guys know about it. So you need to talk to Medin to see if you can get any more information than that. Now, you rolled charisma to try to convince her to, to see if she could do something, but you could still talk here or perception or anything else that you would like to do. Make sense? I'm looking at you, O'Mara. All you do is talk. It's just pretend. You pretend that you're talking to our centaur friend here. I keep trying to whisper what to do to her. What would you say? What would you tell him? You don't know anything other about the Festerwood except what I've explained to you. So what would you say to him? Is there anything else in the Festerwood besides mushrooms? Yes, lots of scary, scary orcs and uh, goblins and kobolds. And there's a reason why they call it the Festerwood. You know what it is to be festering? It's poison. Terrible, dangerous, scary place. Why she would want to go there, I have no idea. He also tells you about the light spore. The light spore is the biggest mushroom. It's in the middle of the Festerwood. You could see it from town, but as you approach, it is a humongous mushroom. Bigger than any tree that's out there, and it towers over the rest of the forest. Lorenka says that's where she wants to meet you. But you don't really know how to get there, because as you look, and, and, and Medin tells you, it's a maze of a forest. 
you start going one way, then all of a sudden, all the directions look the same. So now what? There we go. So you're going to roll for charisma now. You, not very charismatic either. Yeah, but with your 11, you get it. All right, so that's a big victory. Medin says, yeah, I think I know a good way there. And he actually draws you a little bit of a map. Roads, trees, landmarkings. This is where Lorenka will meet you. With that map, you're going to get plus one on your next rolls when you're actually getting lost in the Festerwood together. So the three of you are walking into the Festerwood. The Festerwood. And the Festerwood's a typically quiet but the sounds of walking feet are muffled by a really soft ground. The discordance of breaking through the silence are echoes of creaking wood and thrumming insect swarms. Does this You're good. This count You're good. Fungus grows on almost everything in here. The only very rare, and only a few of them are safe to eat. You could try to roll if you want to try to harvest some mushrooms, but I don't know if that's probably the best idea. Um, the trees and the mushrooms are very, very close as you walk in. This is not like a wood where the trees are, you know, 20 feet, 30 feet apart. Everything is within inches. If you didn't have a map, y'all would probably get lost. But even with the map, you're going to have to follow the map carefully, which means somebody's going to have to roll investigation or perception to get even further. You, you, you want to use your perception or look around or you want to use the perception? Sure. Wait, what's the other option for the, perception? The other option is to use your perception to try to follow the map to the de direction. Oh, you that perception for the map. Okay. Ooh. Joe with his snake eyes. Can I, can I use the... Absolutely. Go for it. So Joe has an ability there that's called Keeper of Secrets that lets him re-roll one time, which with the snake eyes is generally a good idea. Oh my goodness. Joe tries to read the map, but he's looking at it upside down, and by the time he figures out where we are, we're back at the beginning. <laughs> but Joe was so confident with the map. Uh, so says you who's been eerily quiet I should have figured this out I would have had you play this game during class all year long because then you would just see look at you're not even saying why okay so Joe's lost and he is out of this one the rest of you guys kind of stumble along into meeting Lorenka to find some amber pustules. Around the light spores, a number of trees that she says are infected, and that they seem to shimmer with amber brightness. As you approach, you notice some small sapling-type drops, so like thick maple syrup that's coming out of these trees, but it glows. This is what she says she needs. You look around, and you find a chunk that's about the size of a fist. And she says, okay. Now we need to get going. So what do we do? Okay. 
Well, I wouldn't taste it, and it's kind of, it's a glowing thing. It's a glowing thing. It could have LED lights in it. Well, it doesn't. It's like maple syrup coming out of a tree that's glowing. So what do we, what do we want to do? Yes, this is a fantasy world. So it's, it's glowing. She says to grab it. What are we going to do? You're not going to grab it? What are you going to do? You're not going to grab it? What are you going to do? Well, okay, but that ends the story. Okay, but grab, grab, You're going to tear it off? Okay, you roll. Ten. All right. You get a huge chunk and it glows in your hands. She says, the pustule actually burns a bit as you grab it, but before you can reach, so she says, it's time to go. Night's falling. The force is coming alive more. You can't stay to get more. So as you're running back, it starts to burn your hands. Before you reach the end of the forest, back where Joe's at, you have to drop it. Not even Lorenka can grab it as it burns into the wood of a nearby tree. So it's like a really hot iron that was dropped and goes in. You roll again. I'm going to see how mad she's at you. She's very mad at you. Lorenka is unsure why you dropped the piece, and she accuses you of not trusting her. She thinks of not thinking she could do it, not thinking she could be a sorcerer. You just, you failed her. She's mad, and she leaves. And then let's go to the end of the story here. Now that you've been a talking and energetic helper. So you meet up. So the next day happens. Don't worry. Everybody would have dropped it. Okay. So you, everybody dropping it is part of the thing. You need to use that information for a later adventure, though. That you can't hold it with your hands. Okay. But she didn't know that. You guys didn't know that. Medin didn't know that. Everybody would have dropped it. But you got to learn from the information that you can't hold it with your hands if you're going to do something like this. You sure. Just in case. Okay. Anyway, so you meet up with Lorenka outside the, the gates of the college again. She has, she doesn't have a cake with her this time. She has more sweets. Um, and she's listening to a really angry looking man tell a story. She eyes the man suspiciously as he changes the words of a well-known song, but nods her head to the tune regardless. The conversation she has with you guys is light. She doesn't, and you're not sure if that's a good thing or not. She's not bringing up the woods. She's not bringing up the fact that Una broke her amber pustule. She's not bringing up the fact that Joe got lost on the way out there. She's not bringing up the fact that Omero is just quiet the whole time. And then suddenly she stops. She says, there was no way I was going to succeed in that one, was there? But there has to be a way through. There has to be. You're not sure if getting, she's not sure if getting in is a good thing. And neither are you. Because as she's talking about how she wasn't going to get in, there was a massive explosion inside the tower. And you, Omera, are going to roll this time. You're just rolling. You're going to roll on investigation. Actually, no, you can roll on perception, I guess. Four plus your perception of four gives you a six. Plus one more. Why plus one? Oh, five plus a perception of 
two will give you a seven. That's a partial victory. Okay, so let's go through the end effects here. Um, each of you gets the skill grimoire for being a champion. Oh man, I didn't do anything. Well, she made it so that Lorenka didn't just leave at the very, very end. But this is a this is a game where you interact. You talk with me. You play. It's pretend. You're okay. You just you sit there all scared. Oh. This is for you for the earlier raid. I didn't give that to you. Actually, so is that. Now, um, also that is a success, which means we have a class-wide effect that's not here. I might have to find it. Um, she gives each of you some money in a thanks for coming. Oh, there it is. You have earned the trust of Lorenka, which is a good thing. So anytime you train, that's a skill grimoire or training, all of the points are doubled. So this is a lot of people keep telling me they're training, but they're not actually training. This is how you actually train. You would write on your free time Friday ticket that we're going to use a training card which means everybody in your guild gains 10 training points, and they need to tell me where they want to apply those 10 training points. But they write it on their free time Friday ticket, and they give me the, the card back because they cash it in. It's like a coupon. Same thing with your skill grimoires. Your skill grimoires this week are double ability. So instead of 25 points to a skill, you can add 50 points to a skill. Now, to go from level 1 to level 2 in something, it takes 100 points. To go from level 2 to level 3 in something, it takes 200 points. To go from level 3 to level 4, it takes 300 points. From level three, from level 4 to level 5, it takes 400 points, and so on. With the skill grimoire here, uh, Una can go try to take attack from level 4 to level 5. She can put the 25 or actually 50 points towards it. But what I will write is in here that she's 25 out of 400 to move up attack. Does that make sense? So that you can cash it in now if you want to. You don't have to yet, but you can cash it in now and start to move you up. <clears throat> the Festerwood has one less foe for now. We're going to be doing a lot of adventures in the Festerwood, and you guys have a inside edge on some of the stuff in there. You guys know some things, and maybe you could help your guilds out with it. On Festerwood is this big, scary place, and there's these amber pustules in there that you can grab, but will slowly start to burn your hands to the point where you have to drop it. Those things must be pretty valuable because Lorenka wanted them. Anyway, she also thanks you all and gives you all a snuggle beast, which is a stuffed animal. <laughs> it has some effects inside the game. You guys have a level one snuggle beast, which is a 1d6 on that. And roll 1d6. Yes. Two. Two. She gives you some candy. 
One. Use some candy. One. Use some candy. She also gives you guys some candy and says, kind of. Read what it says. It's an everlasting gobstopper that can change flavors with each thing. With each layer, changes its flavors. It has, it, it has some interesting effects for you in different kinds of games and situations. That could be something that, like, you know, you saw Lorenka eat candy and a bunch of sweets. If you come across her again, you could offer her some candy to help break into her. Like when she's upset, sitting and staring at the um, the gates again, you say, hey, Lorenka, you look a little upset. Would you like some candy? And you'd give that to her. Or you could keep it. It has some abilities to it. The, the snuggle beast is good for rage. Anyway, questions? No. Are you going to be more participatory in the next one? Now that you know what to do. Mr. Mickey, I have a question. Why did why did man not play? I don't know. You'd have to ask her. It's a, it's a it's an interesting game. It's a different kind of a thing. Except Homer didn't even participate. Puzzle game. No participating Homeras. Oh. Even I. Your guild also got this. This is a guild-wide title for saving the cabbage people. The cabbage patch. So, this is something that you have that you would be able to pull out on Also, it allows you to, uh, if they ever come, they're going to give you some stuff. But you need to, if they ever show up again, you need to uh, have that card accessible until you're trusted with the cabbage problem. Any other questions? Alright, thank you all.